dimension of 21st century life, what it means to be religious is shifting significantly from what it meant as little as a half century ago. Since religions interact with each other in a global culture, this tremor is shaking virtually all of them, but it is especially evident in Christianity, which in the past 50 years has entered into its most momentous transformation since its transition in the 4th century CE from what had begun as a tiny Jewish sect into the religious ideology of the Roman Empire. Scholars of religion refer to the current metamorphosis in religiousness with phrases like the move to horizontal transcendence or the turn to the imminent, but it would be more accurate to think of it as the rediscovery of the sacred in the imminent, the spiritual within the secular. More people seem to recognize that it is our everyday world, not some other one that, in the words of poet Gerard Manley Hopkins, is charged with the grandeur of God. The advance of science has increased the sense of awe we feel at the immense scale of the universe or the complexity of the human eye. People turn to religion more for support in their efforts to live in this world and make it better, and less to prepare for the next. The pragmatic and experiential elements of faith as a way of life are displacing the previous emphasis on institutions and beliefs. It is true that for many people, faith and belief are just two words for the same thing, but they are not the same and in order to grasp the magnitude of the religious upheaval now underway, it is important to clarify the difference. Faith is about deep-seated confidence. In everyday speech, we usually apply it to people we trust or the values we treasure. It is what theologian Paul Tillich, 1886-1965, called ultimate concern, a matter of what the Hebrews spoke of as the heart. Belief, on the other hand, is more like opinion. We often use the term in everyday speech to express a degree of uncertainty. I don't really know about that, we say, but I believe it may be so. Beliefs can be held lightly or with emotional intensity, but they are more propositional than existential. We can believe something to be true without it making much difference to us, but we place our faith only in something that is vital for the way we live. Of course, people sometimes confuse faith with beliefs, but it will be hard to comprehend the tectonic shift in Christianity today unless we understand the distinction between the two. The Spanish writer Miguel Unamuno, 1864-1936, dramatizes the radical dissimilarity of faith and belief in his short story, Saint Manuel Bueno, martyr, in which a young man returns from the city to his native village in Spain because his mother is dying. In the presence of the local priest, she clutches his hand and asks him to pray for her. The son does not answer, but as they leave the room, he tells the priest that, much as he would like to, he cannot pray for his mother because he does not believe in God. That's nonsense, the priest replies. You don't have to believe in God to pray. The priest in Unamuno's story recognized the distinction between faith and belief. He knew that prayer, like faith, is more primordial than belief. He might have engaged the son who wanted to pray but did not believe in God in a theological squabble. 
He could have hauled out the frayed old proofs for the existence of God, whereupon the young man might have quoted the equally jaded arguments against the proofs. Both probably knew that such arguments go nowhere. The French writer Simone Weil, 1909-43, also knew. In her notebooks, she once scribbled a gnomic sentence. If we love God, even though we think he doesn't exist, he will make his existence manifest. Vey's words sound paradoxical, but in the course of her short and painful life, she died at thirty-four, she learned that love and faith are both more primal than beliefs. Debates about the existence of God or the gods were raging in Plato's time, twenty-five hundred years ago. Remarkably, they still rage on today, as a recent spate of books rehearsing the routine arguments for and against the existence of God demonstrate.